Hey, my name's Jason Wormsley. I'd like you to join me on Saturday morning on the Be Connected Business Show, where I'm having a chat with Mark Grant from Costless Payment Solutions. Say hi, Mark. G'day, Jason. Mate, it's going to be a good one, and I'd love you to all to come and join me. It's 8 o'clock on Saturday. It's the Be Connected Business Show, only on centralcoastradio.com. Wouldn't it be great? Peace of mind, more time with family and friends, financial security, as well as a business that runs smoothly on its own without you having to be there. If this is how you want to spend your life, then you need some basic business essentials. Business Essentials is a short-term course you can do online in your own time that will provide you with the tools and guidance guaranteed to bring you peace of mind, business success, more free time, and a smooth running business. Enroll now. Visit alanstevens.com.au alanstevens.com.au Local radio, local info, local people. Central Coast Radio. Hello? Hello? Is there anybody there? Being a solo business owner can be lonely. Generating new business on your own is challenging. Thankfully, there's Be Connected Business Networking, where the members are committed to helping each other. And when they meet someone who could use your products or services, they recommend your products and or services. It's as simple as that. It's called Be Connected Networking. Being member of Be Connected is like having dozens of other professional business people looking for business opportunities for you. So you're definitely not alone. For more information, go to BeConnectedWorld.com. Be Connected, generating new business by helping one another.
It's a pity Low down and dirty shame Lord, it's a pity Tell me how can a poor man make it? I said when money is the name of the game. I used to have the best credit every place in town. I signed my name, no money down. Up, y'all, and on Buster needs some. Now my name won't even buy me a piece of bubble gum. It's a pity. Low down and dirty shame. I said when money is the name of the game Look out, Lee Talking about crumbs. 
Is there anybody there? Being a solo business owner can be lonely. Generating new business on your own is challenging. Thankfully, there's B Connected Business Networking, where the members are committed to helping each other. And when they meet someone who could use your products or services, they recommend your products and or services. It's as simple as that. It's called B Connected Networking. Being member of B Connected is like having dozens of other professional business people looking for business opportunities for you. So you're definitely not alone. For more information, go to BeConnectedWorld.com. Be Connected, generating new business by helping one another. Good morning and welcome to the Be Connected Business Show. My name's Jason Wormsley and it's great to have you all here with us today. I'm here today with Mark Grant from Costless Payment Solutions. How are you, Mark? G'day, Jason. How are you? Mate, I'm, I'm good. It's great to have you here. Uh, you. you and I, we, we've known each other for oh, probably for about six months now. Uh, and, and look, I, I love what you're doing, the, the, the concept of costless payment solutions. As a business owner, I, I always want to save money. Uh, and, and I think all the business owners out there would love to know how to do that. But look, where I'd love to actually start is, is forget about the business side. I always want to know the man or the woman uh, behind the story. So I'd, I'd love to know more about you, Mark, who you are, where you are. Tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, sure, Jason. Uh, look, um, my background is over 20 years um, banking and finance experience with Westpac. And as uh, most people uh, ask me is, you know, why did you leave an employer of over 20 years? I left mainly because I became a round person in a square job. I couldn't continue to keep doing what I was doing. And it was very much a case where if, if any of the listeners are in the banking or have been in the banking game here in Australia, Back in the day, and probably less so now, it's all about, you know, what did you sell that customer? I'm the old school. I'm more of the um, know, like, and trust someone and getting to know them better and being more fulfilled in, you know, interacting with people. So I made a huge decision, um, you know, one that, you know, uh, at times uh, seemed a little bit, um, you know, what am I doing, leaving an employer at that length of time, but, you know, like anything, you, if you never do, you never will. So that's what I did. So I left. Um, I'm situated up here on the Gold Coast, of course, um, and thought, oh, I'll just take six months off to de, de Westpacify, as I'd like to call it. And uh, had the six months off, then decided to apply for roles, you know, with my skill set. I applied for 140 jobs here on the Gold Coast, had two interviews, and unsuccessful with both. <laughs> so right. it's the unemployment uh, situation so you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger beautiful yeah. beautiful might have a quick break listen to a bit of music and I'll come back to you straight after this
Costless Payment Solutions, and you spent 20 years at Westpac. Now, first of all, that's a long time to have a job in the first place. Um, I, I've worked for Westpac, I think, in about two years, and I went, no, I've got to get out of it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a harsh environment, it's the old banking environment, mate. Um, but look, what, what I want to know, to, to spend 20 years in a job, you obviously liked it at, at, at some stage. What, what made you decide to, to be a banker? When you were at school, did you go... I'm going to go and work for a bank, or, or did it just fall into your lap? Uh, I'd like to go probably option C, both A and B. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had a, a few family members and friends that are in the banking industry um, way back, and I've always, um, from my parents, when my parents were alive, they also always instilled in me the, uh, the ability and, and the need to help others. So I saw that as, as a way of doing so. So being in the banking game was a way of helping others. And, you know, in, in the roles, you know, Westpac also was very good to me over that time as well in that, you know, helped me, um, you know, pay for my studies and, you know, gave me a very a varied um, experience in the financial sector, you know, from everything from foreign exchange dealing to importing to exporting to, you know, to business. So the skills I gained were were obviously invaluable. And, yeah, so, yeah, it sort of stems from way back. So a bit of family interest, in influence, a bit of uh, friend influence, I suppose. Okay, so, so you were in the business banking section? Yeah, yeah, I was when, when, I, yeah, when I left. So I spent, spent, spent um, of the 20 years, I spent about 10 in uh, the foreign exchange. Yeah. So foreign exchange dealing to importing to exporting. So I know the ins and outs of all that. Then spent a little bit of time in the branch land to business and corporate. Right. And, and what do you make of all this Royal Commission? I mean, it's Westpac. <laughs> God, we know they got stand on it. Uh, oh, um, it. It's all a big difference now, isn't it? It, it is. Um, I suppose I have to watch what I say, but, uh, you know, it sickens me 
to know that I worked for an employer for that length of time that was caught up in, uh, you know, in those sort of um, practices, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, look, they've definitely uh, they've changed a lot. Even, even when I was there, it, it, it was the, the, the KYC and, and the anti-money laundering was there, but I know that it wasn't really being followed that well. And I recently went from being a sole trader to a proprietary limited, and I've, I've, I've banked with Westpac since I was a staff member because I used to get the cheap rates and free banking sure. and everything like that. So I, I trotted down and I went, right, okay, I want, my, I want to set up company accounts. And the hoops that they made me jump through now uh, is, you know, they're obviously taking it very seriously, what they've been told to do. So it's like, well, hold on, you've known me, I've banked with you for 10 years. I, I had my last company with you guys. Is is that, no, we've got to do searches, we've got to do this, you've got to, but I've banked with you, it doesn't matter, it's got to be done. So, you know, they're taking it pretty serious. So so what made you actually make the jump? 20 years at Westpac, there, there must have been something you just had enough or, or, yeah, or it was, what was the reason? Um it was sort of, um, let me say, it was the change in, in how we as a bank viewed our clients. So, in other words, as an example, if I was to spend an hour with you, um, you know, having a discussion at, at the bank, my reporting manager, as soon as I finished with you, would say, what did you sell Jason today? Yeah. And I would say nothing. And then suddenly I would go through a form of uh, reprimand, you know, because I hadn't sold you anything. Little did they know that the whole ethics around no liking and trusting someone is so important before you, sh- you can ethically enter any sort of sales or service agreement. So that was a barrier, and I was beating my head against a brick wall, Jason. And, you know, to be honest with you, I was driving to work at Westpac for the last two years of my time there. I'd have to stop on the side of the road and vomit on my way to work. Jeez, that's not a, not a good way to be no. uh, going through your life there, mate. It's uh, no. not good at all. No, so, yeah, look, a, a good, you know, and look, to, to leave, um, you know, especially when, you know, you're, you're getting a, you know, a salary every two weeks into your bank account, no questions asked. Um, yeah. It was a huge, <laughs> huge decision to make. Yeah. No, we'll take another quick break, listen to a, another couple of songs. And when we come back, we'll, we'll have a chat about the industry that you got into. So what, what Cost Less Payment Solutions is all about. One, two, three, four. I was on the road to meet you halfway. I was on my way to a face-to-face But I don't see how you take it Never try to smile Falling at your feet daily But now I know you're just making faces tonight offend Don't treat me dumb, trying to see it both ways Your friend telling you better watch your way But I don't see how you take it You never try to smile Falling for that friendly game Just what I say, you're manipulated It's just inappropriate behavior To put those ideas in your head In a way to sway you in a favor Madness is the love And then I'm gonna get If I ever once treated you bad or nasty Before you talk with your friends you never did complain And now she takes the cake for Pulling words in your mouth you never even met me baby But I forget that when the words are coming out of you You say you need space for no goddamn reason Oh yeah Is this how it ends as it comes to this? But I know you know how to take it Just not a smile So calling her day to day She's what I say, I'm manipulated It's just inappropriate behavior Put the 
Yeah. 
can do when let the ice away Is there anybody there? Being a solo business owner can be lonely. Generating new business on your own is challenging. Thankfully, there's B Connected Business Networking, where the members are committed to helping each other. And when they meet someone who could use your products or services, they recommend your products and or services. It's as simple as that. It's called B Connected Networking. Being member of Be Connected is like having dozens of other professional business people looking for business opportunities for you. So you're definitely not alone. For more information, go to BeConnectedWorld.com. Be Connected, generating new business by helping one another. Welcome back. I'm still here with Mark from Costless Payment Solutions. And look, we're going to move into to now. You've left Westpac. You, you, you're struggling out there to find a job. You decide you're going to go out on your own. So what I want to know is, is what was the motivation behind that? And, and, and how did the, the birth of, of Costless Payment Solutions come along? Yeah, thanks, Jason. Um, look, as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm someone that, that gets great uh, joy and delight out of helping others. So in those dark um, two years or so when I was unemployed and just not knowing where to go and, you know, in a very, very deep state of, um, you know, despair, I was thinking, you know, there's going to be some way that I can give back to the community. So when surcharge laws were introduced into Australia back in 2017, I thought, okay, well, maybe there's a way that I could marry surcharge laws into payment solutions and provide a payment solution over, you know, different, let me say, different different ways that can, if, if the business requires it, can be cost neutral. Where And that's sort of what a lot of businesses that I'm dealing with now don't even know that that is a law out there. Mm. So... I spent, um, you know, 18 months or so just testing the waters, so to speak, there on on that concept. And um, then, yeah, just decided to go and try and be, you know, David against Goliath of banks. So, 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 with, with, so with Costly, so I, I know what you do, but what made you, you've obviously decided this is what I'm going to do, but you're not, are you particularly a merchant? Well, actually, let's tell the listeners what Costless Payment does. Yeah, sure. So for those listening, um, Costless Payment Solutions is a payment solutions provider. So it's exactly what the banks offer. So whether it be an FPOS terminal, whether it be a direct everything solution, whether it be an online payment gateway, whether it be a payment solution through zero accounting software, and now a new, a new solution I have is foreign exchange uh, payment solutions. So I can provide all those at no cost. And how we do that is that I actually am licensed by law that those solutions I speak of, the first four, is that they can automatically pass on a surcharge to a business's clients. Now, for those listening out there, where and I'll just mention this while I remember, the surcharge laws are quite uh, like cumbersome, and 
one of the parts of the law states that a business can pass on its own private surcharge. So an example there would be um, a real-life example is that I walked into a hardware store in the southern suburbs of Brisbane, uh, let's go October last year. As I'm walking into this business, there's a stick-on sign on their front door, all card transactions incur a 3% surcharge. Being in the business I'm in, I thought, no, this, this, there's something wrong with that. And what's wrong with that, I knew before I even talked to anyone, is that surcharge laws are something that are a little bit misconstrued, a little bit misunderstood by business owners out there. And this particular business owner, rightfully so, thought that what he could do is pass on to everyone paying by card 3%, which is the highest cost that he was charged by his bank for his payment solution of his FPOS. The law states that you can pass on your own private surcharge, but it can only be the lowest cost denominator. In his example, 60 cents a transaction, which is what he was being charged by his bank, the NAB, for FPOS. So for those people out there who are smart and are in business, you will think, well, okay, I can pass on 60 cents, but my banks are going to charge me 3% for Amex, 1.8% MasterCard and Visa. That's right, they are. So the way to get around that is to deal with someone like myself who has these solutions which will pass on a surcharge based on the card type being presented to the bank. And, and so that's that's unique to, to each card type. I'm assuming. So yeah, I know that, that, that Amex that, charge more than a visa and everything yeah, like that. Exactly, exactly right, Jason. So as a business owner, if, if, if let's say I own a cafe, uh, and, and I've seen this happen, uh, that, that I'll go and I want to buy a coffee and it's five bucks, and I go and tap and they take $5.10. Yeah. That's, that's how this works. You're passing on the surcharge, is yeah, that correct? Yeah. Which means yeah. as a business owner, I don't actually have to worry about that suit. I know I'm getting the full profitability. Exactly right. Now, the one thing I will tell the listeners, however, is that in that example, you're pretty right with what you're saying. So on FPOS terminal, a $5 coffee would be about $0.08 surcharge. However, the law states that if a business is going to be passing on a a surcharge, in that example, a coffee shop, they are to have an A4 sign at their point of sale advising that they are passing on surcharge and what the rates of surcharge are. So in other words, if you walk into a restaurant or cafe and they're going to charge you a surcharge and there is no signage anywhere to be seen, actually contravening the law, and a restaurant up here on the Gold Coast was recently fined $92,000, for that particular fact. Right, because I've been into a few places where I've gone and tapped and, and gone, hold on, that's not what it says on the board. Some of them have signs, some of them don't. You, you've yeah. got to be careful. And I'm assuming as a, as a duty of care to your clients, you're obviously saying, mate, you've got to have the sign up or you're going to be in trouble. And, and, absolutely. So <laughs> the law states that you must have a sign visible at, and they suggest at the point of sight. Yeah. What I'll also suggest to people that are a little bit over the top, but on your socials, on your website, also make mention of that. So if you're a restaurant, if you're a cafe, if you're a gym, if you're a medical centre, a dentist, doctor, candlestick maker, whatever you may be, no one in that exam can come and say, I had no idea you were charging surcharge. You've actually flooded every piece of social media touch points you have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, look, the, my, my question, because obviously you, you have the clients that, that, that do this, is it doesn't bother me. I'm quite happy to do it. I understand. I'm a business owner. Um, but the general public tend to have no issues with having to pay an extra few cents for a couple of coffee. No, not, not, not at all. And, and it comes back, comes back to the um, communication piece. So on the signage that I mentioned just before, the sign states for us as a business to keep our costs low, Mm. we are now passing on the following surcharge. Now, I'm dealing with clients right around Australia in just about every industry you can think of. And at this stage, they have not yet had a customer, you know, adversely react. 
to a surcharge. Mm. And you're talking about on a hundred dollar sale, let's talk about a hundred dollars, you're talking about a dollar sixty five. Yeah. Yeah, it's not now, that much. No. I, we're one of my business partners. We're in a similar situation with one of our products that we're actually we've given everybody the option because we take Stripe and everything like that. We've given people the option to hey jump onto direct debit, or unfortunately we've got to pass on this three percent. Uh, and the amount of people that have just said happy to pay the three percent. Yeah. Really, because it's still tax deductible from a business point of view at the right. end of the day anyway. Um, but, you know, to, to give people the option there is pretty good. So look, we're going to take another quick break and then we'll be back shortly. Uh, still here with Mark. back and we're nearly at the top of the show now um still here with mark from costless payment solutions and uh, a bit of an eye out now as to what's going on out there in the marketplace and a few shonky operators out there that uh, mark's trying to keep away from we all are but i think he's doing a wonderful job out there what i want to know mark is is anybody that's listening here today that know that they're paying exorbitant merchant fees um how, how do they get hold of you to have a bit of a conversation 
Yeah, look, Jason, um, thank you. Um, I just want to make it just um, clarify something. You know, there may be someone listening to the show as an example. It might be a husband and wife running a news agency in Newcastle to a husband and wife running a cafe in Alice Springs. I don't care what business you have. I don't care the size of your business. Why I decided to make this leap of faith into doing what I'm doing is to make it easier for business owners to reduce the effect of reducing profits and increasing business expenses. So the way to get in contact with me, and there's no cost in doing that, is my website, which is www.costlesspaymentsolutions.com. My mobile number is 0419-762-478. You can also find me as Mark Brandt on LinkedIn and also Costless Payment Solutions on Facebook. Beautiful. And I think if we're going to beconnectedworld.com, and be connected world you've, you've, well. if we type in Mark Grant or Costless, we'll pull up your profile there as well. So, look, last thing before we go, uh, with a man with, with a wealth of financial experience in banking and, and you know, you have a, a financial services licence, so I can ask you this. Have you got, for a business owner out there that's listening, just general advice on banking when they're running their business? What do yeah, they need sure. to look out for? Yeah, look, um, firstly, um, you know, something that's probably pretty dear to our hearts at the moment is, you know, interest rates are starting to take a turn. You know, it's starting to increase. So if by chance you have a home loan, an investment loan, a business loan, an equipment finance loan, whether A, it's through a, a mortgage broker or finance broker and you have not heard from that person in 12 months, can you make a, make a point of, touching base with them because more than likely the rates that you're on when you took out your loan may have changed, in other words, giving you back some extra cash. Um, secondly, if you are a holder of an FPOS terminal with a bank, what I would like you to do and you've had no contact with that bank and I, I know they're not uh, prone to being proactive in contacting you, I would suggest that you make contact with them as well and have them prove to you why you should still have your facility with them. Because from what we've talked about this morning, there are people like me out there that are willing to help you. And believe it or not, I'll give you service. So that's sort of a dirty word. For the <laughs> Something banks the banks don't like to do these days. <laughs> no, that... no, no, they don't. Beautiful. And, and, Mark, and what, it's... go on. Um, sorry, and what's, what's very, very dear to my heart is if I can save you money in, in business, that's going to filter through to your... Um, to your family and, and help ease cost of living pressures that we're all facing here in Australia. Beautiful. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat with you this morning. I really appreciate you coming along. Uh, and, guys, seriously, if, if you're in business and you're wondering how much you're paying in fees, contact Mark. Go to costlesspaymentsolutions.com and just start the conversation. If you can save you some money, great. If you can't, hey, at least you're going to make a new connection. Wouldn't it be great? Peace of mind, more time with family and friends, financial security, as well as a business that runs smoothly on its own without you having to be there. If this is how you want to spend your life, then you need some basic business essentials. Business Essentials is a short-term course you can do online in your own time that will provide you with the tools and guidance guaranteed to bring you peace of mind, business success, more free time, and a smooth running business. Enroll now. Visit alanstevens.com.au stevens.com.au
I certainly wasn't right. 